Hey guys, you are listening to Drunken Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lindsay. And we are coming to you today while slightly hungover and potentially still drunk from last night. Those are both things describing Stephanie. <laughs> Not Lindsay. <laughs> that shampoo effect's going to hit you real hard, I promise. I know. <laughs> it's hitting me very hard right now. Um, so, I will kick it off by taking us into my music corner. Yes, let's do it. Alright, so for the month of May, uh, let's start by talking about the new Taco Cat album. So, Taco Cat is an, they call themselves an indie punk band, but they're like an indie dance rock band uh, from Seattle. I was going to make a joke when you started saying Taco Cat is. I was going to be like, a bullet, pal- palindrome. <laughs> it is a palindrome. You're not wrong. I couldn't say that word for a second. Anyway, sorry. Um, so their new album came out May 3rd. Their, it is called This Place is a Mess. Um, it was a super fun, upbeat album. I mean, all of their music is pretty upbeat, so they're a lot of fun to listen to. I highly recommend checking it out. I gave it a 9 out of 10. 9 Stephanie's, wow. 9 Stephanie's, yeah. Big number. Um, alright, my next one is the new release from Vampire Weekend. So the new album came out May 3rd. It's called Father of the Bride. Um... I loved this album. This album was so much fun to listen to. This album's good. Um, You've listened to this one. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go yeah. see Vampire. We're seeing them in a few weeks. Yeah. There's a lot of songs on it. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a huge it's a huge album. album. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a lot of unique experimentation. Yeah. And I thought they kind of... It's kind of different for Vampire Weekend. It's very different for them. It's more poppy yeah. than what I expected from them, but it's actually really well written. I think that's why I rated it a 9 out of 10 Stephanie's. What I really like about them is I feel like most of their albums are kind of conceptual. Yeah. So, like, Father of the Bride is conceptually based around, like, a wedding. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of songs about, like, Harmony Hall is about a wedding. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. The, there's a song with the person from Hain. Danielle? Yeah. Um, which is cool. I think it's super cool. And, like, that one song with her, <clears throat> she's in another song later on. So it's, like, kind of telling she's the story. She's in several songs, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of telling the story. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, my next one also came out May 3rd. It is the album, it's called No Passion, All Technique by the band Proto Martyr. So Proto Martyr is like a garage rock band from Detroit, actually. Um, and they're just like, they're not quite like an aggressive rock band, but they almost, for some reason, they call themselves a goth rock band, and you totally get that vibe listening to them. Okay. So their new album came out, like I said, May 3rd, and it was super fun to listen to. And I am very bummed that I missed their show when they were here two weeks ago. So, how many Stephanie's did Father of the Bride get? Nine. Okay, and then how many did... Taco Cat got nine. Yeah, Father of the Bride. Oh, Proto Martyr, I gave it nine. Got it, okay. Okay, so my next one is... Probably one of the most perfect albums I have ever heard in my entire lifetime. Um, It is the new album from The National, and it's called I Am Easy to Find. Uh, this album was so incredible that I literally had chills at different points listening to it, and like it took me on a roller coaster of emotions. I was literally like texting you, listening. I'm like, I'm going I through some weird emotions right now. You were listening to it at work, and Trevor was like, I guess watching you. Former Trevor was watching, 
And he was like, what's going on? Stephanie's like about to cry. She's really excited all of a sudden. What is going on with this girl? It's the new national album. <laughs> um, I actually gave this album a 10 out of 10. 10 I thought it was absolutely wow. incredible. Okay. And I'm going to sob my eyes out when I see them at the end of June. Yep. Uh, my last one, I think, is one of the albums I've been most excited for it coming out uh-huh. since the second it was announced. Um, it's an album called Igor by Tyler, the Creator. I love me some Tyler. Ugh, this album was also so good. Yeah. It falls more in the line of, I think it's a good like, blend of sounds between Flower Boy and Cherry Bomb, so mm-hmm. his most recent two albums before Igor. Yeah. Um, I thought he did a phenomenal job with his album. I love Tyler. Um... I like I can't say anything bad about yeah. Tyler the Creator. Like all of his music just hits hard, and it's it's so good. he's doing things that I feel like a lot of people aren't. And yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, he puts a lot of emotion into his yep. music, and I really saw that come through in the Igor album. Uh, I gave that nine out of ten. Nine Stephanie's okay. Mostly because I gave the National a ten, and then I was like, I can't give Igor. Doesn't take me on the same level of emotion. Uh, see, that's a, that's kind of what's hard. The fact they came out so close together, and if they, they came hadn't, out the same day, right? And if they hadn't, you would have rated them separately. I think I would have rated them more separately. Right, listened to them back to back. No, I so. agree. That's yeah. I have that thing with like beer. Whenever we drink beer, and I'm like, oh, compare. Like I had this double dry hop, and I had this one, but like. Separately, they're probably like one of these is probably higher than the other. Yeah. But like, comparatively, like I'm gonna compare them. I can't help but compare them right. to each other. So I get that. So yeah, uh, that is my music corner for the month. Cool. Um, well, then we can get into the beer. Um, so Stephanie, what are we drinking today? We actually have a beer from one of our summer drinking series episodes. Um, we are drinking Oat Shaker. From Alarmist Brewing. This was our favorite beer from when we were there. Yep. So we've actually both had this beer before. Yeah. We had it for the... I had it prior to going to Alarmist, got but it. I think it was my... It was obviously, like, my favorite one when we got there. That was my first time having it. Um, we have already had it, but I don't really remember what it tastes like. I just remember really liking it. <laughs> That's fair. So um, you're probably going to hear me, like, try this and be like, ooh, I forgot this was so good. Yeah. So, quick notes, uh, on the can, it just says it's a New England IPA, and it's got your favorite thing to point out, the independent craft beer <laughs> logo. It's a pretty simple can, just like a pressure-sensitive label applied. Um, we know that their canning operations are pretty minimal out there, so yeah. it's just a very simple, easy packaging. Yeah, it's, like, very minimal. Um, there's nothing, like, fun on it. Like not No, there's not any fun, like, quirky things to yeah. say. There's also not a date code on the bottom, I remember always stresses me out. Yeah, I remember looking at that, but... No, I think it was... No, it wasn't on the bottom. Oh, it was, it was on, on the, the four-pack holder. Yeah. That's right. So I remember knowing when it can, like when they canned it. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. let's, let's do, do it. Sorry, my nails aren't long enough. I smell shampoo effect. <laughs> I'm really afraid of drinking. <laughs> I was still drunk when I woke up this morning. I fucking told you. So how does it smell? Sorry, I've been drinking some of it. It, uh, it smells like a New England. It smells like a New England. It smells like I'm going to be drunk in like 20 minutes. It smells like I just poured some beer on myself. 
Oh, man. Luckily, this beer is only 6.5%. It's not like yesterday when Honestly, we did the 9.5% beer. I forgot how easy that is to drink. Yeah. This guy is, like, dangerously crushable. Yeah. Um, like, I could chug that. <laughs> it's good. I forgot how good it is. Yeah, this beer is super good. And so, the, I think the main point of difference between this and then, like, Le Juice, which is, like, their alarmist, big, well-known beer the that's flagship. won all the, uh, yeah, it's won all the awards and whatnot. Um, this one's also, I'm pretty sure, got oat in it. Oat Shaker has oat in it? Don't act surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just say you weren't sure if Oat Shaker has oat in it? No, I said it does. Of course it does. Yeah. I don't know why that sounded like a question. I thought you said I'm pretty sure it has oat in it. I was like, oh, seriously? I had no idea. You sound like me when uh, at work the other day, someone was like, wow, your hair is purple. And I was like, is it really? Oh my God, what are you talking about? I was like, yes, of course um, I know my fucking hair is purple. I'm kind of like wondering if I'm drunk right now. You probably are. <laughs> if it's a question, the answer is yes. Oh God. Oh. Uh. All right, let's get into the flavors. So, it's got a really solid body to it. It's, like, got a lot of happiness, but yeah. it's still, like, juicy enough where it balances really well. And I think that's why I like this beer so much, is because it's really well balanced between the hops and the juiciness. I agree. And um, that oat makes it so damn smooth. I guess I never checked this in. I guess I never... Oh, I did check it in. Never mind. I did check it in. I'm like, I thought I did check it in. Nope, you did not. Weird. Well, I'm checking in now. It's getting a 4.5. Nice. I gave it a 4.5 as well. Um, so I would almost say flavor-wise, you if you're familiar with, I mean, I'd hope you're familiar with some of the flavors of different hops. But you can really taste, like, Citra and Centennial hops in this. Yeah, I Specifically, agree. I know there's a third hop in it that I can't think of what it is, but... Simcoe. It's Simcoe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it definitely tastes... You get a heavy hit of the Citra and the Centennial. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's where you're getting, like, the tropical flavors from. Yep. Like, the citrusy and the tropical. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, say three words for me. Tropical. Well-balanced. Creamy. I don't like saying creamy. It sounds creepy. I was going to say oat because you get a lot yeah. of the oat flavor and that's the creaminess to it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to like just go a little bit further to describe it. So instead of, well, instead of tropical, I'm getting I'm, like a decent bit of pineapple. I'm just giving you a hard time because it's fun. Yeah. I'm just getting like a specific pineapple flavor. You get pineapple? That's very specific. Well, Let like, me think about that. Keep talking. I'll ponder. The tropical flavor I'm getting is, like, specific to pineapple, which may be, like, the citrusy part of it, where, because, like, pineapple is kind of citrusy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you, like, hold it, you get more of the pineapple flavor. That's, that's definitely what that is. Yeah. Because uh, it's a little bit sour, too. Yeah. From that. Um, they got a combination of whatever flavor they use, plus the oats makes yeah. it a little bit more sour. Agreed. Um, so that's really good. I, I'm enjoying this. I, I always too. enjoy it. I definitely always enjoy this. So, um, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, this is an episode I think we've been super excited to do, and we it's mostly just because we love this half show. of our conversations revolve around this television show. Yeah. So, um, 
we did, or I did, um, a binge watch update on the show. Yes. And I think we both basically watched the show in like a weekend. <laughs> I've, I think I've seen this show three or four times through at this point. Same. And I literally just constantly watch it. Yeah, I do too. I just like, it's one of the, sh- I put it on the background, but then I don't actually like watch it. I don't put it on the background. I just like You just end up watching it. it. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I was laying <laughs> on the couch like still drunk this morning from going out last night and I was like, like, like watching it and dying of laughter. You, you Snapchat <laughs> today. I never send Snapchat. Sent me a video of Just, the, just <laughs> the video. Yeah. And it's mostly because we were talking about that right. yesterday. You also sent me a Snapchat last night. I know. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so we are talking about the show Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny! Letter Kenny problems. Oh, this show is so good. Alright, so a little quick background in case you guys aren't aware of what this show is, because we didn't find out about it till kind of recently. recently. Yeah, like March. Um, so Letter Kenny originated as a web series called Letter Kenny Problems that was on YouTube in 2013. So um, it won a bunch of Canadian awards for like being a short online. And um, it got commissioned as a television series by Crave TV, which is obviously in Canada, um, in 2016. So the entire concept of the show is basically a brother, a sister, they're two friends, and they're like everything that goes on while they're working on their farm that they own Mm -hmm. and what goes on in the city of Letterkenny. Yeah, so there's 5,000 people in Letterkenny. And these are their their problems. problems. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I honestly, I can't even say how much I love this show. I don't think that... I think this might be my favorite show. This might be my favorite show. Um, Uh, No, Doctor Who is still my favorite show, but this is my favorite, like, easy to watch show. This is my favorite, like, sitcom. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, it's really funny and we have just been quoting it for days, like while preparing for this episode. Well, in general, but like while in general, for this episode. yeah. Um, so especially last night. God, yeah. Um, so this show was created by Jared Kiso and um, Jacob Tierney. Is that you say his name? I think so. Uh, so these guys obviously created the YouTube series and then are the main writers and producers of the show. Um, it is, oh God, I can't even like say how good this show is. Um, we're actually seeing several of the characters do stand up together on yeah. like a Letterkenny tour here in Chicago so in a few weeks. They're doing stand up and then they're doing like acting out skits essentially. I think so. Been aired. Either they're acting out skits or they're showing clips from the show. Yep. So we're excited. God, I'm so that. excited. The show is so funny. Um, it's actually on Hulu so that's how we've been watching it. Yes. It actually didn't get put on Hulu until like sometime last year. The first two seasons were added to Hulu in July of last year, so July 2018, and then in December, the end of December 2018 is when they added the rest of the series. Okay. So it's actually pretty new to American audiences. Okay. So let's, um, just before I think, before we start getting into topics, I want to know what your first experience is outside of watching the show. So actually, yeah, my boyfriend was watching this show one day, and I like 
sat down and was just chilling on the couch watching, and it was the episode where um, it's like in end of season five, where they're sending Stuart to rehab. Stuart, yeah, and they're all like. That was just the episode I watched. I forget the name of it, but that was the episode that it was. Yeah, I remember that one. And it then was we the were last started, episode of season five. Of season yeah, five, I think. And yeah. then we were we. I was still sitting there, and it went into the first episode of season six, where they're selling drugs in the city. Yeah, got it. So yeah, that was the first time watching it, and I was like, "This show is ridiculous," <clears throat> and I fell in love with it. Got it. Um, my first experience was um, I was at one of my friend's birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, at Swig, and he was having a super soft birthday party. Oh, that's right! I forgot about um, that. He had like a boa, and um, yeah, so it was a super soft birthday party. And I didn't get the reference, and there, everyone's like, "Just watch Letter Kenny, you'll love it. It's hilarious." Um, so I went home, and for some reason, I picked Fart Book to watch. That's literally the worst. I episode. know, and I was like, "This show is not funny. I don't get it. Like, I don't get everyone's obsession with it. It's not funny." Um, and. Eventually, like, I watched it with you, mm-hmm. came over before the Jungle concert. Oh, that's right. It was before Jungle that we were watching yeah, it. Yeah, and you were watching Super Soft Birthday Party. Yeah. Um, and watched that, and that was hilarious, because, yeah. I mean, I think that's the, that's the episode that they make, like, good Charlotte jokes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I thought you came over and we were watching the first episode, because they were doing this, the, I think, Florida Seminole Festicles. Yeah. I think it was, like, towards the end of the yeah. first, yeah. That's the reason I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, because the Florida jokes. And I think they were making good I mean, Charlotte like jokes in the Super Soft Birthday Party. Yeah. Like the Florida Seminole Vesicles. <laughs> um, my favorite part of that episode is when Wayne's like, I made a joke and I thought... I thought what I said about Florida Sem- Florida State Seminole Vesicles was really funny. Nobody laughed. <laughs> I was like, that's me all the time. <laughs> God, oh, the show's so good. I made this joke and nobody laughed at it. Alright, um, let's get into some topics. Yeah, so who is your favorite character in Letterkenny? Um, I love Wayne a lot. So Wayne is the main character. Wayne's the main character. Um, Riley and Jonesy, who are, like, a pair. They come together. Yeah, they're always together. Riley and Jonesy are one character, Pretty much, yeah. Um, Glenn, for sure. I don't know that I can pick a favorite character, but, like... Glenn or well, Glenn. Okay, my favorite character is definitely Glenn. So Glenn is actually played by Jacob Tierney, who's like mm-hmm. the main writer, and Glenn is the local pastor who is gay. He is very gay. And very into Wayne. Yeah, he's very into the main character Wayne, and he's constantly just like Wayne. Is that Wayne? Wayne. I was is that wa- you? I was watching. Um, the talent show episode earlier, mm-hmm. and Glenn has an, a post-rock, like, emo band. Yeah. They're dressed like My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I remember that. And the lyrics <laughs> of his song are literally just, I wanna be close to Wayne. And what Wayne. Is he, he, what is he actually supposed to be singing? Because he's saying, like, he's I don't, like, I don't hear Wayne. When they're like, are you just singing I wanna be close to Wayne? He's like, No. I, mostly, I don't hear that. I mostly assume that's because that's just what he's like. <laughs> Is that why he said that? <laughs> oh, God. 
There are some really great scenes with Glenn. There's like the one where um, Riley and Jonesy take him to go get like popsicles. Oh yeah, or, and, he and got... he's eating two, and they're both in his mouth. And then I like the part where he's eating popsicles. I think it is. It's with. Um... I think it's with Jonesy. Yeah. Because Riley was dating Katie and yeah. like he was alone and Glenn just like deep throats a popsicle. <laughs> oh god. And he starts gagging. He's like, oh, gag reflex. <laughs> In the very first episode of Letter Kenny is when we first meet Glenn and we're at like a youth group meeting uh-huh. and he's talking about how he doesn't have sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> and she's a Mennonite. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so, like, he's not super open about, like, it's obvious that he's gay, but I don't think he's actually out. No, I don't think he's out, but I just find it very funny. Like, it's very obvious that he's yeah. gay. It's oh, very yeah. obvious to everybody that he's gay, but I don't think he's actually, like, out. No, I don't either, which is why I think it's very entertaining. Yeah. Um, um oh, I forgot about Roldy. I love Roldy. Rold! Uh, Start! <laughs> so, Rold is a member of a gang that they call the Skids. It's like yeah. the local drug addicts. Yeah. They, um, they're basically goths. They're cyber goths. They're cyber they do goths. cyber goth dance. <laughs> they, they do rips and dips and they're cyber goth. <laughs> um, he is very openly gay. Oh, very. But he's mostly funny because he's the best friend of like the leader of the Skids. Yep. And he just calls him Stirt! Stirt! <laughs> He doesn't actually call him Stuart, which is his name. No. He just, like, spews it out of his mouth really quickly, and it's very And then he, there's maybe, like, one or two occasions where he says Stuart. Yeah. But he he still doesn't really say Stuart. He goes, um, like, Stuart. I like the episode where... Stuart, no. Stuart, no. Um, it's, the, it's actually the, the most recent episode that came out, the Valentine's Day one, yeah. where Roald is talking <laughs> about how he wants to have sex with the other gay swinger couple. Yeah. Um, he was like, I mean, every all anybody can talk about is... Whether or not Rold is going to get spit roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> That's a really funny bit. Oh, man. That episode is, like, uncomfortable and hilarious. It's so, so good. It's mostly just... Be- that episode's funny because they just keep talking in, like, sports yeah. terms to refer to sexual actions. So, what I really like about the show is that they'll have, like, the six-season... Six-episode season, six episode season mm-hmm. and then at the very end... Um, they do a holiday they special. They do a holiday special. It's, like, part of their, like... I don't know what like what to call it. Yeah. But um, it's like, yeah, they do a holiday special, and it's outside It's always a different of, holiday. It's outside of the story. It's outside of the story, and it, you don't really know when it takes place. Like, you right. can kind of put an idea of, like, it takes place, like, before... It usually takes place before the season. I think it's... I personally think that they're all flashbacks, and they took place, like, the year before. Oh, that's a really interesting idea. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah, because, like, I mean, in the about... Valentine's Day episode, one, he's not dating... Wayne's not dating Marie no, Fred. No, and also, um, Stuart has a short, his long hair. He has long hair, so yeah, so, it's gotta be taking place before... Right, at least before. six, yeah. Um, but it's really cool, because it's like a standalone episode, yeah. it has its own plot, um, and they're really fun. Oh, they're so good. Well, I think my favorite episode of the show is one of those. Mine too. Um, Let's go into that, actually. So, what's your favorite episode of Letterkenny? St. Perfect's Day. That's mine too. Saint oh, Perfect that episode Day. is like, like, painfully funny. It's like... A perfect episode. Yeah. There's so much funny. There's, it's so Letter Kenny. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, it, honestly, if you're gonna watch the show and you want to like understand the humor, I would say like Saint Perfect Saint Day. Perfect Day is, Day is one the one to, to jump into because you're not gonna jump into the middle of a plot. And I feel like we quote that one constantly. You were legendary. You were legendary. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Probably outside having a dart. <laughs> Uh, that's another that's, thing I love about Is that the show. also the episode where uh, McMurray goes into the Rihanna Disturbia thing and they're <laughs> yeah. like, well, you know what would be really funny? If, you know the song Disturbia by Rihanna? By, by Rihanna. He's like, oh, chart topping song. Or fourth single to come off of the 2008 album Good Girl Gone Bad. <laughs> and like, that Disturbia and like, uh, Wade's like, yes, that Disturbia. And he goes into like another spiel of describing it. <laughs> it was like four different spiels yeah. of like, him describing it. And then yeah. Wayne just goes, It'd be really funny if, like, Weird Al did a cover and called it In Serbia. He'd have to film the video in Serbia to really drive the point home. <laughs> uh, there's So, I think the thing I love about the show so much is, like, the, the humor is so witty. It's so well done. Like, for being Hicks, so, like, the main group of people are called the Hicks. Yeah. Because um, the for, entire concept is that Letterkenny's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's a lot, it's, like, outside of Ontario. Or it's outside of Toronto. Out- yeah, that's the assumption that we yeah, we they, assume it's when they refer to, be, to the big city. It's, it's Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, um, I think that like, for being Hicks and like essentially rednecks, um, they are like really intelligent. They make really oh, yeah. funny jokes, and they're like, well, like they are smart. Like oh, they yeah. they know like like they they were talking about like, bo- like bodily anatomy. Yeah, um, they, they are smart people, and it's impressive because you're like listening, you're watching it, and you're just like, oh shit. I didn't think you know what that is. Yeah. Um, but the humor is, like, very, very witty. And um, there's a lot of running jokes. There's a lot of, like, episodic running jokes where, like, they'll make a... They'll do, like, a pun-style thing for the first... Like, f- for maybe a couple minutes. And then they bring it in, like, in the middle and in the end. So that's always really fun because, like, someone will say, like, Oh, I hate the word moist. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the, guy, the group yeah. of guys uses the word moist and yeah. it, like in a sentence as many pot times as they possibly can and they start adding moist into word things yeah. that moist is like not they're like part of. oh like moistly cyrus <laughs> yeah and like a lot of moist set yeah i think that's right something like that um and they'll like they'll bring in um like it's usually it's usually like famous people or like yeah. famous things um it's i mean it's funny my it's favorite really is in the episode where they're doing that the he- most like the most heavy is someone says they hate the word yeast and uh, Squirrely Dan goes, "Oh, you never listened to the Yeasty Boys?" Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no that that's a great episode. Um, so, what is your favorite episode that's not a ooh. special? Um, I like back to back to back. Is that the one where the girls hockey team yeah. wins? I like that one a lot. Um, I'm blinking. Oh, uh, the Spelling Bee is a fun one. Oh, Spelling Bee is really a good episode. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, that one's season five. And so back to back to back, so also season five. Um, I think my favorite non-holiday episode is the Native Flu. Got it. I think I also need to put Super Soft Birthday in there. So episode two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that episode. There's a scene at the very end where um, Katie and Wayne are like making cupcakes. So they throw the Super Soft Birthday party for Daryl. Daryl, yeah. Um, and they're like making cupcakes and having fun. And Daryl and D- Squirrely Dan are talking. They're like... Squirrely Dan goes, like, you know this is mostly just for them, right? And, um, like, they're, I guess, 
they never really had parties. They weren't allowed to have like birthday parties. Yeah, they, they, they said they were never allowed to have birthday parties as kids, so that's why they would go all out yeah. for this like, super soft birthday party for Derry. And it just took like, this really sweet moment where like you see Wayne, who has just gotten out of a fight, and him and Katie are making cupcakes, mm-hmm. and they're like fighting about it. Like <laughs> they're fighting about the cream cheese. Wayne <laughs> or Katie like rubs the cupcake on Wayne and they're just like smiling and laughing and having fun and yeah. it's adorable there's a point where like they're fighting about the cream cheese and Wayne just like throws his cupcake at the wall <laughs> oh man this show is so, ridiculous yeah <laughs> it's just adorable um and that's like one of my favorite moments of the show because Wayne's such a tough guy and it's just like a genuine like cute happy like very very soft moment for him which yeah. you don't get very often yeah cause he's a very he's the toughest guy in he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny um, do you remember um, the election episode where they just or they're trying like Wayne Jimmy Dickskin <laughs> Dickskin I was like Dickskin and then McMurray's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. um, so let's talk about um, <clears throat> let's next- talk about some of the running jokes um, one of them is absolutely Bonnie McMurray yep so Bonnie McMurray is the um, younger sister the younger... of McMurray, yep. and we don't actually know his first name. They just call him McMurray, yep. and then so... his wife is Mrs. McMurray. Yep. Um, so Bonnie McMurray is like twenty, I think. She's like yeah. not in college. She's just very young. Yeah, and th- she's initially introduced as like McMurray says that he wants Wayne to date Bonnie, and um, Wayne's like she's kind of young, or like he wants to save her a dance at like yeah. the ag- the, ag- That's what the ag- hall dance. Yeah, because she's sweet on Wayne. Yeah. Um, and the joke is that, like, everybody's super into Bonnie McMurray. So, like, Except for Wayne. When she walks in, everybody goes, Bonnie McMurray. It's, like, a very dramatic thing. It's just, like, <gasps> Bonnie McMurray. Yeah. Um, and then everybody will do that, and she, she'll go, hi, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? How are you now? How are you now? Good in you. Oh, oh not, not so, so bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite running joke is, with McMurray is the fact that he and Wayne always talk at the exact same time, and it hi, um, and it annoys the shit out of Wayne and it's so funny like honestly it, ha- it happens a lot in the beginning and it doesn't seem to annoy him but like as the show progresses he's like progresses he gets more and more annoyed because like, it's worse and worse <laughs> and there's a point where he's just like stop it just let me say what I need to say there's one episode and I can't think of which one it was uh, where McMurray get- it's the Canada Goose episode he like gets out of his car and he's like oh how are you now good to you not so bad uh, yeah, <laughs> he has a conversation, has a conversation with himself, with himself. <laughs> To like, because he's so angry about the Canada Gooses. Yeah. If you got a problem with Canada Gooses, you got a problem with, with me. Bean. I said, just you made that one marinade. <laughs> That's also where there, there's a special place in heaven for animal lovers. <laughs> That's uh, Mrs. That's McMurray. McMurray. <laughs> I'll take a cocksucking gin tonic. <laughs> I just like the, the scene where they're driving in a circle in the golf cart around Coach, and she's like, there's a special place in heaven for animal lovers. That's what I always say. <laughs> and she just keeps, like, saying that. Oh, my God. And they keep breaking the bottle. Like, you can't have glass on the golf course. So, there are a lot of, like, letter Kennyisms. They're basically, like, phrases that the show has made up. Um, and I, I watched an interview with Jerry Kiso, and he said that they're not really letter Kennyisms. Like, they're actually things that people say. I'm sure they are, but it's um, really funny because now yeah. I say it all the time. Oh, yeah. 
So one that we use a lot is you're made of spare parts, bud. Also, um, I wish you weren't so damn awkward, bud. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Um, there's also your ten ply. Your ten ply. Your ten ply, bud. Furda. <laughs> yeah, we say furda a lot. You do say furda a lot. Um, we say big city slams a lot too. <laughs> That's just to be obnoxious. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot, um, I'm like blanking on some. We definitely do the, uh, oh, not so bad. Yeah. How are you now? Good for you. Oh, not so bad. We have to do that a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of the other, like, big ones. Oh, Ninja Dust! <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Um. Basically anything that Riley and Jonesy do, we definitely try to incorporate into our regular conversations as much as humanly possible. There's a lot of phrases that I'm blanking. Oh, they call weed, like, electric lettuce. There's an episode where they're just, like, naming off different words yeah. for drugs. Yep. Um, so, what is your favorite running joke on the show? Um, so they don't really do it anymore, but it was, um... Every time Katie, like, does something nice, Squirrely Dan would say, that's what I appreciate about you, Miss Katie. And then she goes, oh, is that what you appreciate about me? And then Wayne makes a comment about, like, how Squirrely Dan can't, shouldn't say anything to compliment his sister. <laughs> and the best part is when Squirrely Dan just goes running away and goes, Wayne, your sister's hot! And he runs maybe, like, 20 feet and stops because he's out of breath. That's the other best part. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I can't. Um, I love that one. I also really enjoy, um, the ginger fucking an ostrich. That's also, like, ginger and boots fucking Ginger and boots fucking an ostrich. Yeah, in the first season. Allegedly. Allegedly. I heard he fucked an ostrich once. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I think the first season had a lot more of the running jokes. Yeah, they let a lot of the running jokes go, although Wayne's, uh, Glenn's obsession with Wayne is probably my... We did that a lot last night. We just kept yelling, Wayne! Yeah. Is that you, Wayne? I don't know why we started doing that either, but we literally were at the bar last night. We just kept going, Wayne! Is that you, Wayne? Wayne? Is that Wayne? And everyone was like, why do you keep doing this? We don't get it. No, you do. Um, do you remember the episode where Daryl gets rabies because he gets bit by an ostrich <laughs> he and gets bit by a possum I'm sorry not there's a possum, possum at the church and he's like trying and to get Elvis bear but the, the important part of that episode is when Glenn is walking around he's like it's so hot he's waving himself with his underwear <laughs> yeah he's like just wearing like a button up shirt. shirt that only covers like up to his like high thighs yeah and he's not wearing anything underneath <laughs> he's like waving himself to like fan himself with his underwear <laughs> yeah um one of my other favorite bits is the EpiPen fight. You have that written down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where, um, so Stuart leaves the skids to date Katie. Yeah. Or, That's a season two. I guess not date Katie, but, like... Kind of date Kind Katie. of date Katie. Um, and he, they just start having EpiPen fights. So, like, they start stabbing each other with adrenaline. <laughs> That's when, uh, Devin takes over the skids. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have, um, when he wants to come back, they have a cyber goth Fight. They so do. They like have cyber a goth dance. They off. have a dance off cyber goth style. Yeah, that one's funny. Um, I made a note about season two, episode four, which is the native flu episode, and the opening bit. So that they're talking about porn, and then oh. they're all sitting as girls going, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." yes. <laughs> it's like it goes on for a good like five minutes, and then just I mean, it's like, not. Oh yeah, because then Katie's like. 
And the guy's just always like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the guys are all going, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and Katie's like, oh, fuck. And they just keep like going and it's literally like you're sitting at the fruit stand. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, one of my jokes, one of the things I wrote down was literally, I just wrote down Ferda, which means I was definitely <laughs> drinking when we made these notes. Um, I, oh, okay. So what are your thoughts on Shorzy? So background, Shorzy is also played by Jerry Kiso. So it's in a wig. Way, yeah. In a wig. With and you never see his face. Yes. Um, he's always like turned around or like wearing a. Or he's, like, naked, or he's he's in the bathroom shitting, or... Um, I think Shorzy's hilarious. Shorzy's so funny. So, Shorzy insults Riley and Jonesy. And everybody else. And everybody else. Mostly Riley and Jonesy. Insults them by talking about fucking their moms, and how, like, how he fucked their moms, and, like, so hard that something happened. Like, there was one that was like, I fucked your mom so hard that she shot come at my, uh, Fish fish tank, and... Threw off the pH balance. And killed my fighting fish. My Japanese fighting fish. Um, and it's a running joke that... That's actually one of the ones that they keep up. That he's fucking their moms. Yeah. And then in back to back to back, you, <laughs> you find out that he's actually fucking their moms. Like, their moms, they'll show, they show, like, the text conversation on screen, and it's, like, they're asking if, if uh, they see they've seen Shorzy. Yeah. And they're just like, what? I thought he's fucking with us. Um, so there are, there's like a running joke that Shorzy always does that's like, give your balls a tug, tip fucker. Yeah, so that's how he always ends. He'll yeah. like say a bunch of insults and he ends with, give your balls a tug, tip fucker. Well, so yeah, um, it'll be like, they'll go like, he'll go, fuck you, Riley, and then insult Riley, and then Jonesy will go, fuck you, Shorzy, and he'll insult Jonesy. Yeah. And then Riley will say, like, fuck you, Shorzy, and then he'll insult Riley again, and they'll do it like two times each. And, yeah, and then they'll both go "fuck you, Shorzy" at the same time. Yeah, and he goes "fuck you, Riley or Riley and Jonesy." Give your balls a tug, tip fucker. Um, I like in back to back to back when Marianne and Betty Ann are mm-hmm. in on it too. Yep. And he says something about how their lives are so upsetting that he needs to start a charity run. <laughs> I don't know that. They're like, who skates like that? <laughs> Yeah, he skates weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. Also, he's a ref, but his jersey, he's like a he's 69 a <laughs> on his jersey, on like his referee shirt. Yeah. Oh, God. Also, uh, when I was definitely still drunk this morning, I kept, every time Coach came on, I just kept going, it's fucking embarrassing! <laughs> and Steve was like, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> um, Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about Riley and Jonesy's relationship. Yeah, so Steve has an interesting point of view on this. I guess to give some background, Riley and Jonesy in the beginning of the show are in a relationship with Katie. The, the both two of them. of them are both in a relationship with and Katie. And she will, like, it does not really implied what they do, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know if she's had, like, it's not, they don't even go into it. They don't talk about it. Actually, they do. There's a point where they're playing a drinking game, I think. And, um, somebody asks, somebody's like, never have I ever, like, had a threesome or something. And Katie's like, I didn't, I, she doesn't drink. Which implies that that's not what they do. Um, cause, like, the person's trying to figure, I think, I think this was, like, the, 
McMurray's like swinging episode. <laughs> I um, was watching that one this morning. I think that's what it was. And she just doesn't drink. She's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, um I the it's very obvious that she is dating both of them because at one point she says she only wants to date one of no, them. No, she's definitely in a relationship with both of them. It's because so later on she breaks up with them and dates like a model couple. They're like two, two guys. guys that are models. It doesn't, like, it's not clear. And they're the guys that keep calling themselves fat, and they keep putting puns <laughs> in the word fat and tubby yeah. in there. Yep. Um, uh, shit. Kingsley and, I forget the other guy's name. I don't remember their names, honestly. But they had, like, ridiculous names. Yeah. Um, so that, that one is kind of, like, ambiguous, which is interesting, because, yes, she does date, she does say she wants to date one of them. Yeah. Um, but... The point of this is situate like this bring this up is like they're best friends. Yeah. And when she picks one of them, uh she picks Riley. She picks Ryan Riley, yeah. Um they like don't really hang out anymore. Yeah. Uh and they're like, I miss my buddy. <laughs> and then the gay couple yeah. comes in, they're like, I'll, I'll be, be your buddy. buddy. <laughs> um and uh so they have like their relationship is really questionable because like they there's an episode where they are like Skyping. In bed. Yeah. And they're, like, <laughs> talking about their day. They're, like, complimenting each other. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go, um, I think he says mix a batch and then go to sleep. But they're still Skyping. Yeah. And you can hear porn in the background. Um, Steve's interesting point of view, though, is that Katie is, like, a beard for them to be able to, like, be gay together oh, without as that. an excuse. Yeah, that like the, they're with a girl, but they're actually together. Yes, yeah. that's that was Steve's point of view. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like true or if it's just kind of like a joke that she's dating both of them. I don't know. Um, I love it. Uh, I have Steve has compared us to Riley and has Chelsea. He? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's mostly because we come as like a pair and it's always the two of us. It's never like, it's funny because it's more likely to be Stephanie and Lindsay rather than Stephanie Stephanie and Steve. That's true. Oh man. Um, That should be a surprise like literally no one though. Um, Who is your favorite of Wayne's love interests? So I would say Rosie. I like Rosie. Um, I think they're too similar, agreed. but I like the. Also, I just they like made Rosie. The cutest puppy. I know Stormy's puppy. Stormy's puppy. So Stormy is the name of their golden German Shepherd. Yeah, German Shepherd. Um, and there is a point where Gail, like, or not Gail, um, Wayne is trying to breed Stormy, and, and Gail, Gail is trying to find finding like a, a mate. Yeah, and like, and Stormy keeps trying to like attack everything. Yeah, um, and that's how he meets Rosie, and because Ro- so Rosie is. Gail. Gail is the local bartender. Yep. Rosie is Gail's, Gail's cousin. cousin. Yep. Um, so, another thing that I really... So, that I enjoy about the show, and let's come back to this, is in the very beginning of every episode, Wayne is, like, with a dog or holding a dog. Yeah. And he's like, so you were doing something with your your friends the other day. Do, uh, you were sitting around with your pals the other day. Yeah. But it's, like, some sort of, like, oh, so you were grabbing yeah. drinks with your pals the other day. And so, like, the opening is always meant to be, like, a cold open about, like, yeah. something that they did, yep. like, as a group. And but he then, always intros it that way. Yeah. Um, and then he's, like, holding the dog, and then they'll go into the intro, and then they'll he'll sum it up and be like, yeah. it'll be, like, a, a sentence that's Or he'll up. make, like, a witty statement. Yep. Like, they did, that was how they did, um, the dad yep. noises bit. 
yep. was he's like, so you were hanging out the bar with your pals the other day, and if they're at Modine's three, the guest noises was in front of the stand. Not yes, the dad noises. Oh, when they're oh, at yeah, Modine's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's Modine's 2, not 3. Um, I know what you're talking they're about. They're at Modine's now. 2, and that's when Squirrely Dan like, grunts when he yep. stands up. And, like, great! <laughs> and that's how they end it. They're yeah. like, and then it was great. Um, so, what I enjoyed about that, though, was once Stormy had the puppies, they were little, like, golden, or, uh, little German Shepherd puppies running around with him. And he's, like, holding a tiny puppy. He's holding a puppy, basically, and there's, like, five or six running, and it's, it's one of the cuter moments. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoy how into pup, like into dogs, everybody is. So like, there's puppers and Gus and Brew. Um, actually, one of my favorite lines in the show, favorite jokes, is I'd have a beer and get this, this guy, guy fucking pup. puppers, yeah. which we say a lot. We say that anytime we're <laughs> anytime you're or I'm like, do you want a beer? And you're like, I don't I have a beer. beer. <laughs> or like, we'll be out at a bar and you're just like, do you want to do another one? Or do you want to go? And the answer is always, I'd have a beer. I'd have a beer. Uh, whenever someone's in a bad mood, we just, we always just say, get this guy a fucking poppers. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Oh, also the, to be fair. <laughs> I, I did that so many times last night. Because oh, Trevor yeah. always says, to I be know. fair. And now that he's started to watch the show, he does it to himself. I know. Um, at one so, point I literally just looked at him, he said, to be fair. And I went like, they pointed at him and he goes, to be fair. So in the show, whenever somebody says, to be fair, initially it was just, they would all go like, to be fair. Um, and then turned them and then it turned into like yeah harmonizing and then like holding the note for like a ridiculously long time until Wayne calls it off. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, so the entire concept of that was, I think Squirrely Dan said to be fair, and then Katie's like, oh, I hate saying that because it just sounds like to be fair, and then they all just go in a circle doing that. I don't remember that actually, but it's in one of the first episodes. Um. Ooh, so this is fun. Um, so we're actually both members of the Letterkenny shitposting uh, Facebook group. Yeah. Which is also hilarious. It is hilarious. But one of the women that's in the group actually in the new WWE game, yes. I guess you can create characters. Your own characters. And, she ha- and then you can download other people's characters. Mm-hmm. So she has created... All of the Letterkenny characters. All the Hicks. And then she's slowly creating the other characters. She's do, been doing the skids. Yeah. She's done the Native American yep. group. Um, yep. Um, so I just thought that was... That's a lot of dedication to Letterkenny. And they are also, pretty... They're really, they're really good. good. Yeah. Um, that is super cool. And it's cool that like she's posted the links. Yeah, she'll like, show like screenshots of it. She'll post the links. and she. So I think you can only have... I don't even know anything about this game, but I only know about it because of this Facebook uh-huh. So you can have five characters available for download, and she'll okay. do like a poll in the group every week to see who wants to download what characters. Got it. And the top sense. five, like she'll put up for a week where you can download them. Got it. Which is crazy. It's so crazy. much effort, but also I love it. It's a lot of dedication to Letterkenny. Yeah, it is, and I like that. Um... I think the only thing left we have that we have is you. <laughs> you. So whenever um, they're talking about, or it's brought in the last ep- or the it, last season. Yeah. So uh, Derry is dating this girl from Quebec. Quebec. Yep. Yeah. And she's super attractive. Like she's super hot. Way yeah. out of his league. 
And they're talking about how she has a kind of a slutty Instagram, and mm-hmm. everyone keeps going. Uh, Everyone's like looking at it, and they're talking about how they like masturbate to her. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I mixed a batch to your girlfriend earlier today." <laughs> um, but the I can't think of the the guy's name that they say started saying oh, that. Oh, I forgot to, and they hate that guy. Yeah, they don't like the guy, but he always just goes you. Yep, and, and so, so like, the entire episode is them just going you. Yeah, they'll be like. I found your girlfriend's Instagram the other day. Yep. yep. And like, they just keep going. Yep. And it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's bad. It's, it's almost funny. like obnoxious, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I can't think of anything else really. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't either. I think we've, uh, we covered a lot of it. <laughs> we covered most of Letterkenny. Um, if you haven't watched it, definitely do. It's like, they're 20 minute episodes. You can get through six episodes a season. Like we literally watched two seasons in like an hour. (laughs) Yeah. We were like hanging out. I think we watched maybe like one and a half. I don't really remember. Still, we watched a lot. We watched a lot of it in like an hour and a half before the show. Jungle concert. Yeah. Um, and if you are kind of hesitant, definitely go check out St. Perfect's Day. The episode is perfect. It's so good. The episode is St. Perfect. <laughs> it's legendary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great show. It's really funny. It's very clever. Um, one thing I will say is I've seen it compared a lot, and I think it's because they're like Canadian hicks to Trailer, Trailer Park, Park Boys. Boys. Trailer Park Boys is like a funny show for dumb people or about dumb people for kind of dumb people. This is like about dumb people for like smarter, smarter people. people. It's, I don't find Trailer Park Boys funny at all, but I Letterkenny think, is like the funniest show I've ever watched. I do think Trailer Park Boys is funny. Um, I think Letterkenny is like hilarious. I think Letterkenny is one of the. I best. actually think Letterkenny is funnier than Parks and Rec. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because like the jokes are funny every time. The I jokes watch it. are like I can rewatch it a hundred times, yeah. and it's still it's funny. A lot more quotable too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, but I think that. About covers it for letter. Yeah, I think that about wraps it up for now. Yeah, so um, thank you for listening. Yeah, if you enjoyed the show, which we definitely hope you did, because we enjoyed it. (laughs) We Um, enjoyed this one. (laughs) uh, Please go on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a review. Give us a five-star rating. And if your review is really funny... Or if you give us any review... At this point, any at review. At this point, any review. <laughs> we'll read uh, it on. We'll probably read it on the show. Stay tuned for Final Thoughts. And see you next time. So, for Final Thoughts this week, um, it's not going to be very long, but we wanted to talk about the beer of Letterkenny. Yeah. So we mentioned on the episode that they um, <clears throat> talk, we, they say, get this guy fucking Puppers. So Puppers is meant to be like the generic, like cheap beer. Yeah, it's like Budweiser. Yeah. Or like Molson in Canada. I would compare it to like a, yeah, like Molson, Molson or Labatt. Yeah. Oh, Labatt. Um, so. Oh, I forgot. I was, it's like a lager. Um, but that's what they drink. It's Puppers. Um, but what's cool is that Puppers is actually a real beer now. Yeah. As of... When did this come out? June of 2017, um, a brewery actually in Sudbury, yep. Ontario, which is where they filmed the show, yep. 
Um, a brewery called Stack Brewing has released Pupper's Premium Lager. Yes. Um, what's also cool on that note, though, is that there are a lot of other breweries that are releasing, like, fan beers. Yeah. Where they are making, um, their own beers that are named after letter and stuff. So, there's one specifically that you and I have both seen called Can Confirm. Um, I don't know who that's by off the top of my head. Stephanie will let you know in a second. So, Can Confirm is by Pressure Drop Brewing, actually in New Orleans. And what kind of beer is it? It is, sorry, I'm letting it tapped. It is a guava and lime sour. Yeah. Which, um. So it's a goose. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that they would do that, but, um, because they just drink, like, generic lagers. Yeah. However, on the Halloween episode, uh, there is an entire bit where Derry is, like, (laughs) trying, like, seasonal craft beers. And oh, he'll like hold bit. it and he's like, This is from this place. He's describing the notes and like tastes it and he takes it. like a sip and a squirrely he's like, Anyone wanna try? And then Squirrely Dan will like take it and, and drink the, the entire, entire thing. thing. Yeah. Um so yeah. It's um it's kinda cool that this is happening and that people are creating beers around yeah, it. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Um so hopefully we see something it would be cool to see something in Chicago. Oh, for sure. That's like Letterkenny based. If we ever find one. We will drink it on an episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. So I think that is the end of Final Thoughts and yep. wraps up this episode. Yep. We will see you guys next time. And uh, keep drinking whatever you're drinking. Have a fucking puppers. Alright, that was the episode. So we love hearing from you. Um, and if if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is Drunk and Uncultured. And our Twitter is Drunk Uncultured. No ant. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Untapped at Lindsay Sold Out. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped. Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.